hey everybody welcome back to another episode of sap and chance uh, i'm your host bobby sampson and with me mr chance michael chance how are you buddy i'm doing wonderful man how you doing good good man happy tuesday uh the one day of the week that no one seems to have any issues with i say <laughs> good call good call right i mean yeah tuesday's that day no one really has any beef with tuesday no just kind of <laughs> kind of there just getting you know hoping for wednesday thursday get close to the end of the week you know absolutely we so got a big weekend coming up we got all-star loft country in two weeks so it's getting there yeah yeah so we will be uh focusing a little bit on wrestling today we haven't done that since wrestlemania but you know that being said we had an amazing month of april of fights um trip right we we did vegas as well we did so much uh just boxing related that we didn't neglect wrestling, but we kind of put it on the back burner a little bit. But that being said, the whole last month was just a build up to the last pay per view that just happened for the WWE WrestleMania backlash. Uh, six matches. And I'll be honest, man, the whole card was just really focused on wrestling. It was a real, real wrestling focused pay per view, which was really good to see. Um, all the matches were good. Uh, you know, I, I think everything was really solid on this. Um, it was a good card. Really good card. Yeah. This is a quick rundown here. So Madcap Moss went over uh, Happy Corbin, which was expected, I guess, to a certain point. I don't know how much is left in that feud. I kind of want to see it end now. I want to see Madcap do something outside of the Happy Corbin realm. Yeah, uh, That's too. just my opinion. I, just to kind of expand himself and just see what else he can do. You know what I mean? He's worked really well. He's got great chemistry with Corbin. But I think it's time for both those guys to get new programs. I totally agree. Yeah, it kind of it's kind of run its course now. Absolutely. I love Matt Cat, man. I said it many times. The guy looks like a million bucks. This guy's yeah. a limit here. Yeah, you know, he looks really good. Um, he's got charisma, he's got all the elements to be successful, you know, the the physique, the in-ring work, uh, yep. mic work. He's good. He's good through and through. Um Riddick Moss, I mean, that that's, I remember him from Ring of Honor and whatnot. So, I mean, he's he's always been a standout in my opinion. I just, I'm glad he's here and I'm glad he's finally getting his opportunity. Uh, moving on, AJ versus Edge. Uh, Edge wins again and again with outside interference. That's twice now that Edge has beaten him. Uh, interesting here, they added to their faction Judgment Day. So Damian Priest is already a part of it. He kind of came out and made his presence known at WrestleMania, which costs AJ the win. The third member of this entourage now made their presence known and caused AJ the distraction for Edge to pick up the win again. Le Rhea Ripley. That's a great now... fit. That's a perfect fit for her. Right. And it worked really well. It looked really good. I mean, she's dyed her hair black, everything, you know, she, she's kind of, she's kind of got it all going on now. She even has that little um, tattoo or a kind of sticker tattoo of the scales that, that it yeah. uses all the time. Interesting thing here. Um, I, I know you're not, I know you don't follow AEW that much per se, but it really reminds me of the house of black, this whole judgment day. Yeah. I can see the similarities. Yeah. You know, I'm just the way I'm looking at it and whatnot. I mean, they're different, but they also they, they just have that same kind of conceptual feeling to it. You know, it's just kind yeah. of interesting. Uh, interesting this, thing this here, too. Here with Edge and Priest and Rhea. Rhea's always had that gothic, heavy metal look to her. So this is a natural natural fit for her. It should be easy for her. Her and Damian Priest both. Uh, yeah. Edge, Edge came out on Monday Night Raw with huge changes. He cut all his hair off. Yeah, surprising. Eh? Nice trying to change it up, I guess, for this new faction. I don't mind it. 
It's interesting. I kind of almost thought the ponytail would work, but I kind of like how he styled it, uh, tapered uh, tapered all into the back into a, like a V shape. So it was kind of cool. It's kind of cool to see. He must have done that yesterday morning because, I mean, he had long hair at the pay-per-view. Yeah. No, it's a good look for him. It's something different to go with this new faction he's got. So I like it. That's yeah. a good man. And then uh, Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Um, Omos gets the win here uh, with with um, outside interference help from MVP. So they're keeping Omos strong, I guess, in a way. I like I mean, that. I, I'm glad Omos got the win. He needed it. Well, I mean, he couldn't lose two in a row, right? I mean, that's the no. first time he's lost, I, you know, losing twice to Lashley. It's an interesting program. I don't know where they're going to go with this or how long they can go with it. I mean, at, at what point? Did, I, I personally think they got to break it at some point because if it goes too long, one guy's going to lose steam, in my opinion. Yeah. Right? You, you've built up this monster in Lashley and you've built up this humongous monster in Omos. Um, it'd be a shame to see, you know, one of these guys kind of get pushed. What would down you do with Omos if you were Vince McMahon? What would you? What did your next few? What would you do with him? I I don't. He's a spectacle, really. I mean, just the way they portray him and everything. He's like Big Show, and he's like you know, um, other big men that have kind of come through in the past. He he has to be. I think he's just, you know, it's hard to put a title on the guy because mm-hmm. his power is so immense and this and that. I mean, the odd guy can beat him for the most part in terms of kayfabe and whatnot. But I mean, ultimately, I don't know what you do with him. I mean, I, I think his shelf life isn't that big. He's got I giantism, think. you know that, right? But I think he got the operation, didn't he? I'm not sure if he did or not, but I don't know if that can be cured or not, but he's got a it lot can. of health. It can. It's a gland in the back of your neck, I believe. And uh, oh, that's it? what Big Show did, yeah. The, when they discovered it on Andre, he said, don't worry about it now, it's too late, right? I mean, he felt like it wouldn't help him or whatnot but okay. big show got the operation done it's it's a it's a gland that's in the back of your on your spine somewhere and you know correct me if i'm wrong listeners if you're listening uh you know let us know in the comments below hey you know what i forgot guys before anything else before we go any further please like and subscribe um the more you guys like the more you guys subscribe the better we can get the better content that we can put out um be meaning to kind of get that in at the beginning of the show but uh better late than never i always say so yeah please like and subscribe follow us on instagram follow us on twitter follow us on facebook uh everything in the descriptions below so you can find us put your uh, comments in the bottom good or bad just, just write them we don't care say what yeah you we, we we want to hear everything good bad the ugly you know what it's awesome that means that people are listening people are engaged and that allows us to know what you guys want to hear and how we can give you guys a better product. All well, right. So, would have known we were in Vegas, how they listen to the full show, but I won't mention any names. Top dollar? <laughs> Top dollar. That guy's awesome, dude. All right, man. Uh, yeah, this is a huge shout out to Top Dollar, man. That guy's got to come on now, I think. <laughs> we got to bring on. He's an exciting guy, man. He's fine. I think, I think we've got to bring on Top Dollar, man. Uh, he is into the Muay Thai and uh, kickboxing and whatnot. So, I mean, you know, yeah. one day down the road. So, Top Dollar, if you're hearing, holler back at us. Let us know. All right. So, back to the show. Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins, part two. Cody wins it again with a uh, heel move. He grabbed the I was the surprised. I thought, I thought Seth was going to take this and even it out. But they're really building Cody, right? Which is good. I, I, I don't blame him. No, no, they're building Cody, but I also liked how they added that, you know, heel kind of move that he pulled to win. Yeah. I mean, you know, the storyline tells me that this isn't over. I think this is going to go into SummerSlam. You um, think so? 
I possibly. It's a good feud, and they're having good matches, right? Why not keep it going? Well, I mean, it's going pretty well, and you know, it's just like you know, both guys want the belt, both guys want the strap, right? Yeah. And on Raw last night, uh, Cody had his first title shot since he's come back against Austin Theories for the U.S. title, which yeah. he was ready to win until Seth came in and uh, disrupted it. So I think you're going to see a lot of this back and forth and disrupting each other. And uh, I I see Cody turning heel eventually here. I think so. I could see that. You know, just to Seth, assess the heel, but I could see him after this feud maybe going heel. Yeah, because, I mean, before he left AEW, he was getting that Cena treatment. Half the crowd was for him. Half the crowd wasn't for him. And what's that um, about? I thought they loved Cody Rose. I thought he was, like, their indie darling. Why are they turning on him? I don't know what their beef was. Maybe they knew he was coming back to WWE or something? No, I, this was before he any of that talk ever emerged. I think it was just because of who he was and what his position was in the company as executive vice president. You know, a lot of people thought that, you know, he was trying to do things for himself or setting things up and you know him. I think people wanted to see the see the heel change, the heel turn yeah. in AEW, but he wasn't giving it. Very similar to Cena teasing it at times, but never ever pulling the trigger. Cody was kind of doing the same thing. I mean, when Alistair Black or uh, Tommy Black, I, I don't know what they call him in in uh, AEW now. Isn't it Malachi Black. Malachi Malachi Black. Thank you. Um, you know, throughout that whole thing, they started booing him. You know, wanting him to lose, they just kind of—it's just kind of like you know, I don't know. Fans are fickle. What can I say? I mean, the same fans that watch AEW are watching WWE and training him here. So, go figure. Who knows? Yeah, it's true. Right? Who knows? But yeah, so he gets the win with the roll up, uh, grabbing the tights, and um, there's more to be said about this one. I think this one's going to go for a little longer. It's a good feud. Uh, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Drew McIntyre and RK Bro versus the Bloodline, Jay and Jimmy Uso and Roman Reigns. Uh, Bloodline, take it. But this match was very exciting. Oh, a, lot awesome. of, a lot of great spots, a lot of uh, near counts, near falls. It really, seems really to me good. That every match RK Bros are in now is like some of the best on the whole card. They're at Mania, everything they're doing now, they're, they're electric, man. Yeah, they're, they're, they're synced, and, you know, you're seeing a really different Randy Orton as well. I think Riddle has brought something out of him that, yep. that you know, a lot of people have probably tried over his career, but you're you're seeing a Randy Orton who's having a lot of fun, you know? It's like the Rock and Sock connection, you know, they've got the goofy Riddle and the serious Rock kind of thing. 100%, but I think, I think uh, Randy Orton is bringing a little element to it where, you know, the Rock was trying to play it down or Stone Cold was trying to play it down with, with McFoley. You know, yeah. he's kind of embracing it and having fun with it. It's kind of fun to see Orton having fun. Like he's like legitimately it. having fun at what he's doing. And that that's what is exciting for me. I think that's really, really cool. They got amazing chemistry. Amazing. It's really good to see. No, 100%. And, you know, on Sunday night wasn't their night, but they made up for it on Monday night when they took out the Street Profits. And uh, now they're saying that they want the Usos belts. So that's not over yet. I think you're basically going to see everything unified and the champions will just go from show to show, kind of like what the women are doing right now. And I think that's perfect. You have yeah, one champion, one, two, you have your tag team champion, you have your U.S. champion, intercontinental, women's champion, women's tag team champion, and heavyweight, universal, whatever, champion. And let them all just go across the shows. I like that. Yeah, instead of having a Raw champ, SmackDown champ, Right, one I champ, think I one think, heavyweight champ, and just go at it. 
Yeah, yeah. Like keep keep SmackDown, keep Raw separate. Fine. Yeah. You know, have two separate rosters there. Let them do their things. But the champions should just be able to go from show to show and and, and entertain everyone as such. That being yeah. said, uh, a lot of stuff came out on Roman Reigns. I don't know if you've heard of any of this. Um, he signed a new deal with the WWE. And um, it's kind of interesting. It's kind of going to be like a Brock Lesnar type of deal where he probably won't be doing any house shows, primarily TV and pay-per-views. What do you think of that? I love it. You don't need Roman Reigns at a house show, man. He's a champ. He's, you know, one of the best guys going. You don't need to see him at a house show. Let the young guys go there, right? You want to see him on the pay-per-views. You want to see him on the Raws and the Smackdowns, right? I think it's good for him. He's earned it. Get the best deal you can. Get as much money as you can. He's almost 40. If he isn't 40, I mean, I love it. Good for him. I'm happy for him. A lot of a lot of people are complaining about that, but you would take it. I would take it. Why wouldn't you take that? I mean, he's earned it. Well, you want to work 300 days a year or do you want to work 200 days a year? Exactly. And for the same cash, right? And you don't right. need When you see the champions on a house show, it kind of waters it down, right? It makes it more special when you see them less. I've always said that about Brock and... The less you see them, I think it feels more special. Oh my God, Brock's coming! Oh my God, Roman's out! Yeah. Right? So yeah. yeah, I think I think it works for the cities like us, for example, mm-hmm. here in Vancouver. We don't get pay per views. We don't get Monday Night Raws per se. We don't get the Smackdowns. We basically get the house shows. And that being said, I mean, I think the rest of the country is getting a house show before us. <laughs> we should get a Raw or a Smackdown or something, man. We get nothing here, you know. I think. I think I was at the last Raw that was ever here in Vancouver, and The Rock was still on the roster. This would have been in 2000, 2001, maybe? Yeah, it's been a long time. Right? I think I mean, because the insurance is so high on Rogers Arena. I think that's part of the reason, like, uh, or whatever they call it now. They still call it Rogers. Yeah, I think the insurance is really high. It can't be that much higher than going to, like, you know, Madison Square Garden or anything like that. I mean... I don't know, man. Is Rogers Place in Edmonton cheaper? Like something to do with our city and the city council, why it's so high for WWE to come here. For, I don't know, I can't remember the details of it, but that's part of the reason why we don't get a raw or a smackdown or money in the bank is we'd sell this place out, no problem. Vancouver would sell out for WrestleMania. Easy. Yeah. We fill BC place 70,000, no problem. Easy. We could do two nights of that, no problem. Easy. Easy. You know, it, it, it's open it's the like, roof and make it outdoors, man. We could do it outdoors. I'm telling you, it's unfortunate. I love Vancouver. I love where we live, but I really can't stand our government, our you local know. government. You know, like this—I don't know what you would call it—the uh, municipalities. You know, I'm—I'm uh, I'm sick and tired of it. Like, I mean, they're taking World Cup away from us. You know, I mean, with all due respect to our Edmonton or or Alberta listeners, I don't see how you guys can get a World Cup venue over us. Over us you know. Vancouver's a world-class city. We got the we got the oceans, the mountains, the trees. We got everything you want. Beautiful, awesome weather. Like, this is the place to be. Well, Don't keep in it. mind, keep in mind, this is the city that turned down a man who was willing to build Kerfoot, the guy who owns the Whitecaps. He was willing to build his own stadium. I know. No taxpayers' money, no endorsements, no no handouts, nothing. He was willing to do it all on his own. Municipality says no. You know, I, I, well, I mean, we live in a city where bike lanes take priority over everything else. So, you know, me living downtown, I have to deal with that nonsense firsthand. Yeah, I said it. Bike lanes are a waste of space, man. I Straight agree. Too many of them there. Nobody barely uses them. 
Well, they do use them. I'm not going to say they don't use them, but you well, know they what? They use them, not like you would think, though. Well, no, where I am, it's used quite a bit, dude. Is it? You know, okay. Being inner city, being close to downtown and stuff, a lot of people use them. That, there's no, you know, that that's the truth on that, right? Maybe okay. outside of the cities, uh, you know, um, the Surreys and, and the Deltas and the Abbotsfords of the world, um, and maybe a little less that you'll see it there. But here's my take on that entirely. I think all these bike riders should have insurance like us car drivers. Yeah. Right. The bike lanes, we pay for them through our insurance, our car insurance. All that money that comes out of that is for the transit, it's for all these infrastructures, for the bikes and for the pedestrians. I think the bike people should start paying their way. I agree. They're but dangerous, they're... man. They'll cut you off. They'll drive into traffic. They, they can get dangerous out there. 100%, man. We completely digress here. So let's get back to the pay-per-view here. Um, Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Fair in an I-Wit match. I enjoyed that one. What do you think of it? Yeah, I thought it was really fun. I mean, I mean, every match was really good, especially this one. I, the women put on a great show, uh, great spots. At the end, uh, Ronda did win it. She's now the new SmackDown Women's Champion. I think that was the right choice. I, yeah, I agree. I'm glad she got the belt. Yeah, it's only a matter of weeks before Charlotte probably wins it back. But I mean, you know, it's interesting to see where this goes now. I was kind of waiting for Bailey to come out and attack uh, Ronda as she was walking back from from the match. It was kind of because they kept showing that shot of her, that wide shot of her as yeah. she was standing there with her back uh, to the entrance facing the ring. And, you know, I'm just waiting. Okay, who's going to attack her? What's the next one? Because I'm kind of hoping this is over with Charlotte for a little bit now. I hope Ronda holds the belt, though. Goes on another feud. She deserves it, man. She's a good worker. and I don't know why people hate on her so much. No, I think it's great, too. But I just think since she's been back, all she's been feuding is it's, it's, it's kind of like the happy Corbin Mad Cat Moss thing, right? These guys have been going at it, you know, back and forth for a while, for the last three months at least. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, with Ronda, we're going all the way back to the Rumble. So February, March, April, May. So the last four months, that's all she's been doing is feuding with Charlotte. I think maybe let Charlotte rest, let that feud rest, and let's let's put her with someone else. That someone I, else, I don't know. I, I hope it's Bailey. I know she's ready to come back. Yeah, that'd be good Ronda and Bailey. Yeah, I think that'd be really good. Uh, you know, Bailey can work just as well as Charlotte, I, if not even better. I think maybe Bailey might be better technically. Yeah, that's you know, fair. Just, just, fair you know. Uh, so, you know, I would love to see something like that. I'd like to see her and Shayna Baszler maybe kind of go for it. That would be a fun feud. Yeah, that'd be cool. Right? I mean, they're former training partners. They consider, consider themselves as part of the four horse women. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right? So, I mean, it should be, that kind of be fun. But I think uh, Shayna's on Raw. But you know what? They can make changes. But that would be a fun feud. Yeah. Because outside of that, I really don't see who else could step up right now. In that spot, Sasha. It up of who it could be. Her and Sasha would be fun. I don't think they've ever kind of tangled yet. No, I don't think so. That'd be kind of fun. That would be a fun match. But yeah, so that was uh, WrestleMania Backlash. Um, that's Solid over. Card overall. Good pay per view. I liked it. I liked it. Like I said, it was wrestling heavy. There was not a lot of uh, you know back backstage promos or or segments or anything like that. Um, a lot of the third hour of Raw was left behind, if I could. 
yeah. say that. You know, it was really good. I really liked it. I, I thought it was a good show. It was a good start to the wrestling New Year. As I always say, this is the first pay-per-view of the year. Uh, after WrestleMania, but now we go to Hell in the Cell. So nothing's really been established there yet. We don't really know what's going on, but we'll guys, guys will kind of keep you posted. But here locally, we we have some good stuff coming up here in the next couple of weeks too. May long weekend, All Star Wrestling is going to be at the Maritime uh, Center here in Vancouver. Um, that looks like to be a really good show. We'll we'll give you more details as we get closer to it yeah. and. Uh, yeah, we'll probably be there as well. We haven't been to an ASW show in a while due to the fact that we were traveling and we were focused on boxing. And uh, also, Loft Country Wrestling shows coming up this May as well. Uh, Scotty Mack is going to be running that show. So that should be really good. I think we're going to be there as well for that one. Uh, so we we have that's a, a cool, busy... That's a cool event, right? It's not in an arena. It's at you know, the guy's farm or whatever. It's kind of cool. Kind of yeah, setting. we're gonna bring the camera out. We'll take some shots. We'll kind of send you guys some live footage of the show while we're there, and you know, hopefully, we can catch up with Mr. Mac and some of the guys that are there. Mr. Veep, Mr. Beefy's gonna be there as well. Yeah, that's Nevada. He's also been on the show with us, so it'd be nice to catch up with him and get a little update on what's going on with Uncontrolled Chaos. His new book's coming, coming out here soon. I think it's available for pre-order pretty fast here. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to grab our copy and we'll give you guys the information so you can grab it. The little things that I've seen, seen on it, it looks amazing. I mean, oh, yeah. it looks like a really fun read. If you're a wrestling fan, I recommend it to anyone. Uh, but we'll give you more details as soon as we get them. And we will have him back for part two to talk about the book and break it down yeah no 100% we are working diligently on getting some more guys on here to talk about their careers and whatnot so we don't want to give you too much yet because we got to confirm these guys are able we got some good guests coming up though if everything pans out they'll pan out everything does pan out man you just got to be patient yeah um so we had a break from wrestling for a month how did it feel it was a nice little break was boxing heavy we got to see a boxing event got to go to vegas you fell in love with a beer called Stella. So, I mean, um, it was good. It was a fun time. We well, still were still, keeping up wrestling, right? But Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Stella and I have always had a, you know, closet love affair. But, um, you know, I kind now of... Now you've rekindled your love. Yeah, man. I actually went and bought a couple cans this weekend as well. I don't know if I still had a little bit of Vegas in me or something, but I felt like I needed to have a couple of beers with me while I sat down and watched the, uh, the Canelo fight there. So, you know, it was kind of nice. It was, it was good. Still? It was beautiful. Yeah, it was fun. It was good. It was tasty. It was delicious. Uh, it was crisp. It was clean. I like Stella. Stella's yeah, Stella's right. good quality beer, man. Damn good beer. I only had Bud Light when I was in Vegas. I didn't realize I didn't have anything else but Bud Light. Yeah, you, that's all you drank was Bud Light, bro. Yeah, I, thought <laughs> I was going to grab a Heineken one time, but like, oh, I was kind of warm since so with the Bud Light. But Yeah, yeah. But see, I kind of remember I was teaching people, like, I didn't realize people, I thought everyone knew this, just grab the can from the back. <laughs> no, everybody's grabbing from the front when it's warm. Yeah, exactly. Because it was also what we're talking about is in Vegas at the uh, little kiosks, they have those open fridges. So it's kind of like just an open stem. There's no door, there's no gate, there's nothing there to keep the cold in. So people are buying beer and they're grabbing a can and right from the front. And uh, I guess the guys in front of me saw what I did. I just went there and I grabbed all the cold ones from the back. And these guys are looking at me. I said, it's much colder. They touched it like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The next thing you know, they're doing it. The guys behind us started doing it. So, you know, we, we taught well some played. people. Well, hey, man, you know, Sap and Chats are always willing to teach people something new. Yeah, that was a good, that was a good, uh, good little trick to know. No, 100%. 
So that all being said and done, man, what do you what are you looking for in the next little while here? What do you want to see in the world of wrestling, man? What are you hoping for? Good feuds, good matches. Looking forward to All Star and Loft Country. Getting some live wrestling in is always fun. The kids enjoy it. So just keep on building the momentum that WWE has. They've had some good pay per views. Mania was great. Backlash was good. So I'm gonna start checking. Try to watch a little more AEW here. It's yeah, hard, right? it, it's it's no, it's it's it is what it is. I mean, AW, uh, it's fun. It's a good show. It's it's a different show. It's a different product than WWE. That's what I you love the, about. You got better commentators in WWE, though, man. I've always said that. Hey, fair play, man. The way I look at it right now, with with all the promotions that are out there, there's something for everyone. Yeah. If you want nostalgia, then you watch NWA Power, which is kind of that studio. I haven't. Kind of, I've only seen that once. I got to keep. That's a studio one, right? It's fun. It, yeah. it it reminds me of my childhood, really. You know, um, yeah, cool. it, it's kind of old school, kind of studio recording. It's kind of fun. It's kind of it's nostalgia, man. It's, I like it's that. Just, it brings you back to when I was a little kid. At least I do for myself. And then, um, you know, New Japan and 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 whatnot. And, and for those of you that don't know, Billy Corgan, who's a singer of Smashing Pumpkins, he runs uh, owns an NWA, right? Yeah, he's he's the owner, the proprietor, and the main man for the NWA. Doing a good job. No, they're doing a good job. They're doing a good job. I mean, they're keeping the brand alive. They're keeping that title alive. I think that's that that ten pounds of gold, as they call it, is probably the true heavyweight title, in my opinion. What about Impact? You ever catch that? I catch it once in a while. You know, it's hard to catch Impact. I'll be honest. I don't know when it's on half the time. Uh, just based that on... quite a good YouTube following. They got like a couple million followers, eh? Yeah. No, I mean, I catch a lot of the highlights and stuff. I mean, I, yeah. on the odd occasion, I might catch it on the Fight Network or something. Yeah. But for the most part, I think they run their shows on Thursdays and stuff. So uh, yeah. if you're in the States, you probably have a better chance of catching it than we do up here. Um, yeah. But Impact is pretty cool. I've seen some pretty cool clips come up youtube and whatnot so that's how i kind of keep up with that but for the most part i mean i guess this is wwe and aew country um you know those are the two big boys right now so yeah there's yeah. only so much time in the day we you know can't watch everything but try to we'll try to watch as much as we can well i mean at the end of the day if you break it down i mean wwe alone is giving us nine hours a week mm-hmm and then a pay-per-view on top of that, whenever it is. So nine hours turns into 12 hours of wrestling from the WWE. And then I think AEW you know, gives you two, three, three hours on TV and then another three hours on their YouTube feeds. So that's six hours. So, I mean, we're already up to 15 hours. Throw in Impact and throw in New Japan and whatnot. I think we'd average about maybe... 15 to 16 hours of wrestling a week. 16 Easy. to f- 16 hours of wrestling a week easily. Easy. Now, now you could probably make 40 hours of it if you count NWA and do all that stuff in there. Wait, you want to be that guy? Yeah, probably. But then you throw in boxing and MMA and all the other combat sports that are out there as well. If you really want to, you could probably have a full week. Oh, easy. Wow. Of everything. Yeah, there's only so much you can watch, right? So you no, there's only so much you can... Like at seven o'clock, my others are playing. I can't wait to see that. So we'll see what happens here. Yeah. How's that going for you? Two two series, man. They kicked their butt twice and then Kings shut them out for nothing. This series is unpredictable. So I think Oilers win tonight. They're at home, but the Kings are feisty, man. They're a young team. They're hungry. If the Oilers lose, is it because of goaltending? 
I don't know because Mike Smith had some good games. He's either really hot or he's really bad. He's 40 years old, so I think it's a team effort, right? Defense, everything. They didn't even score a goal last game. You got all this talent, so. But they're offensively heavy, aren't they? Like I'm, I, I don't, you know. Yeah, they're I'm asking. Top heavy offense, but like they didn't even get a goal last game. So where are these guys? Well, I mean, if you're double teaming or, or you know, keeping Drysital and then McDavid to to bay, you you know, it just yeah, shows you how much we got Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Yamamoto. So we got some guys, right? Cassian. But th this is where guys need to step up. I mean, it, it always all I hear is Drysital. And McDavid, yeah. Drysdale and McDavid. That's all I always hear about. Or how, yeah. or how shitty the goaltending is. Or yeah. how bad their defense is. We picked up Duncan Keith at the trade deadline. He's a little bit older, but he's he's a veteran back there. Won some Stanley Cups with the Blackhawks. So mm -hmm. I thought I thought he was there for the whole year. Nope. No, we got him halfway through. Oh, really? What was he before then? He he moved from Chicago. I think we got him from Chicago, dude. Are you sure? I think I he joined at the beginning of the season. I'm not well, sure. No, we got him at the trade deadline. The trade deadline? Okay. Yeah. Shows you what I know about hockey. I mean, I like hockey and everything. Don't get me wrong. But wrestling, boxing, that's kind of where most of my attention is these days. Uh, are you following NBA playoffs? Yeah, I watch NBA playoffs, yeah. How's that going? Good, man. There's been some exciting games. Um, all the series are still going. So we'll see what happens, right? But uh, the, the thing series... with some of these NBA guys, they're always saying they're hurt, they're back, so they don't want to play. But you know, 20 years ago, Michael Jordan, he never missed a game. You know what I mean? In the playoffs. So it's just like this guy called Ben Simmons keeps saying his back's sore. Well, nobody knows how he hurt his back. The doctors say his back's fine, but he hasn't played in a year. He made $25 million. Like they got yeah. to they gotta change well, his CBA and NBA and make these guys play. Yeah. Shame on Brooklyn for signing him then, you know? I mean, if this is what well, he was Steve doing. Nash, he's a great Canadian, but as a coach, man, he's got no control. These guys, he's just a yes, man. They bully him around. Like, come on, dude. So. He plays for um, Brooklyn, right? Brooklyn Nets, Ben Simmons. Yeah. He was a good player, but he hasn't played in the year. He made $25 million, hasn't played a game. Said his, he was cleared to play, and then he said his back was sore. He didn't play in the playoffs. Like, come on, hey, dude. So, so he's got $25 million in his pocket, and he hasn't played a single game. In one year, three hundred Wow. Reminds me he of the guy. His back was sore, but the doctor's like, his back looks fine to us. He keeps saying it's too sore to play. Get your ass out there and try at least, dude. Yeah. People don't I, have respect for you. I, I always question basketball players like, oh, my toe hurts or or my no, pinky hurts, right? But but then someone explained to me that those are key elements to their game. I, I guess your feet have to be and your hands you have, have to toe. be. Yeah, you can't run. I, I lost my toenail when I was working and it fell off and I tried to play soccer, dude, and I, I couldn't even move on it. So I guess from that perspective, it makes sense. I don't know. I mean. It's definitely a different different generation of athletes. They're a lot more sensitive they're a lot more load management. They don't want to play every game. But some guys, even the majority, don't. They want to play out of 18 games, they'll play 60. You know, if they go to Cleveland on a Tuesday night, they don't feel like playing. That's not Back fair. in the day, if you're paying your money, you'd see Larry Bird, you'd see Michael Jordan, you'd see Magic Johnson. They want to play. I see, that, I see that in soccer as well. Like a lot of times, you know, I think one of the big things about having the white caps here or getting them into MLS for me was the opportunity to see the international teams come in, the other teams, the other club mm -hmm. teams from around the world to come in. We've gotten nothing. I know. We haven't seen one team come through here. And you know why? Because none of these guys want to play on turf. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge problem. They don't like that. Right? Which, which is kind of unfortunate because I'm thinking, why not? I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's a pitch. Yeah. It's, it's a quality pitch. It's a world-quality pitch. Mm -hmm. 
I, I don't understand why, you know, teams don't want to play here. It's all about their body and the money, man. They're all worried about hurting themselves from bottom line dollar, yeah. right? Not like the athletes of old where they just get out there playing a dirt patch if that's all they had, you know? I don't know. Well, we're lucky, man, that we're an hour and a half away from Seattle. Then we can go see the Sounders play Barcelona or Liverpool or something like that. But, um, yeah, man, so we, we've kind of covered all the sports here today. Um, yeah. Anything on your mind? Oh, I'm going to give you a chance to top five. Are you ready? Hit me, man. And you know what, guys? This is completely off the cuff. I have no idea what he's throwing at me. All right. So so throw on. Five. Let's hear Bobby Sampson's top, your personal top five favorite promo Mike guys in wrestling. Your top five favorite all time. All time. Dusty Rhodes, number one. Uh, Ric Flair, number two. The Rock, number three. Um, and I, I don't think this is in any particular order. Yep. Um MJF and the Miz. It's a good list. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, they're they're great on the mic. Yeah, they're 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 probably. I think MJM, M, sorry, MJF and uh, the Miz are probably the two best right now. I I don't disagree with that. They're money on the mic right now, dude. You know, both of them are, and you know, I would love to see MJF come. M, I keep saying MGM. MJF come to the WWE. I think that would just be one day he will. He keeps talking about it, man. His contract's up in 2023, I believe, at the end of 2023. And uh, he keeps calling his shot. I don't know if Tony Khan, if it's a work or, if, you know, if he's trying to get under Mr. Khan's skin. But I Hard think skin. Vince, well, Vince is too smart to fall for it. Yeah. Right? I mean, I don't know if AEW success translates to WWE success. That's just my opinion. I don't know. No, I agree with that. How many Mike guys Williams. came over? Well, I mean, there was a handful of guys who came over from WCW and actually did something in WWE. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, Booker T would probably be one guy. Jericho. Jericho would have been another guy. Eddie. Eddie, Eddie Guerrero. You know, I'll, I'll, uh, he had a pretty good run there. He was champion, some good matches. Uh, yeah, no, he, he did. And, you know, that, that's a big show completely based on the wrestling. Yeah, big show as well. But uh, he had advantages being the big show, just yeah. being big and whatnot. But Jericho, Eddie, you know, um, Booker. Benoit, yeah, Benoit, I guess, to a certain extent, you know. Um, I, Ray. I, Ray Mysterio, yeah, absolutely. Still going. Still yeah, going. You got, you got about four or five guys. Out of a whole entire roster that that created something for themselves in WWE. Yeah. So I don't know if MJF would, would... You could say Flair, too. I mean, he was already established. But he had a pretty good run in WWE. He kind of refound himself again. Did yeah, he did. No, absolutely. But I didn't count him only because he already had that one run when back yeah. in, 90, in the 90s. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, between 90 and 92, he was already there. And he was already there on his name anyways. I, I was thinking more so along guys that most people didn't really, really know per se, unless you watch WCW. What about your boy, William Regal? Well, Regal is another guy. Yeah, absolutely. He kind of came from there as well. But, um, you know. Still the best raw general manager ever, I think. He was amazing, dude. I think he was the best raw general manager. I think he was the best NXT manager. Yeah, he's amazing. And what he's doing with that Blackpool fighting club now in AEW is absolutely fun. It's really mm -hmm. fun. Dude, I highly recommend trying to catch uh, AEW tomorrow. Yeah, I love the Regal, man. The Regal is awesome, man. Yeah, I'll check it out. 
Absolutely. All right, guys. So that being said, we're going to wrap it up here because I know my man here has to get ready for his hockey game at 7 p.m. I need to edit and put this thing together so we can get this out to the masses. So that being said, I am Bobby Sampson. Thank you so much for giving us your time and leading us into your years. It means the world to us. Again, please, if you've lasted this long with us, and if you haven't, go down to the bottom of your screen and just hit that like and hit that subscribe button. That's all I'm asking. On behalf of Bobby Sampson, Mr. Chance Michaels. And in the words of the great ACDC, for those who download, subscribe, and like the podcast, we salute you. 100%. Thank you. And everyone, until you hear from us again, please be safe and stay humble. Everyone, have a great night. Good night.